Welcome back to the Not Artichoke Music Cafe. We'll be back there on August 18th and talking with Reggie Houston, who will obviously also be in Portland. Today, I'm officially ending further discussion of what did you do during the pandemic? I'm about to talk with singer-pianist-composer Rachel Taylor Brown, one of my favorite musicians on earth. We should consider ourselves lucky to hear what she has to say because she doesn't do a whole lot of interviews. This being a conversation makes it different, but not by much. No, she doesn't have a new album to push, and that's fine. She does have a lot of new songs, which are not yet ready for us to hear, but she's ready to tell us about them. I'm calling her now. I'm spitting out my gum. Really? Well, we're rolling. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's a charming beginning. I think so. <laughs> I usually, oh my God. I usually, because I'm one of those people who who quotes still quotes Fire Sign Theater after all these years, and um, I uh, wait. I, say that again. I'm one of those people who quotes Fire Sign Theater after all these years. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's so that's 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 probably a minus in your book, but. Um, no, no, my I I actually have not listened to a lot of Fireside Theater, but why would that be a minus in my book? Because it's not stupid. But anyway, well, if there's a there's a, <laughs> cer- there's a certain type of person who does that, and m- mostly women find it a, a, um, annoying. Oh well, what kind of things are you quoting? Well, all kinds. I I have friends that I can just have entire conversations with, but. You, you, what I what I had been doing when I started to roll on on these things is saying, okay, I'm just gonna flip this little chromium switch here, which is how one of their albums begins. No one has oh. understood that yet. They have had nobody oh. who understood what I meant. But that doesn't mean so I'm not like, trying. It's like your test. Well, not exactly. It's not like a girlfriend test where you pick up like a movie, you know. Yeah, but do you give? No. I'll bet you give mental demerits to people. You privately and silently are giving demerits to people who don't get it. No, if you heard what I was, what I've been saying, I give myself mental demerits. <laughs> you should never give yourself mental demerits. Well, I have no choice. That's my, that's Be kind to myself. Yeah, well, and me. Well, well, I will. I'm always kind to you, aren't I? Yeah, you pretty much are. Pretty, pretty much. But, well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi there. Um, I'm glad to talk Hello. to you. And uh, this is this is the last of the "What did I do during the pandemic?" podcast episodes. I don't know why. I Be- don't know why you want to talk to me about this. Well, I, I seriously, wanna, but I, that's not I the, ate... but that, that's not the only thing I want to talk to you about. But this is the last time I'm going to be dealing no, the, with those issues. Okay. Well, I feel honored. But as I told you when you floated this to me, <laughs> and you and you told me yeah. some great, like fascinating examples of musicians who have just like 
I don't know, built a house of guitars or <laughs> or reinvented the piano or <laughs> wrote was 15 Steve, like, new albums. Steve Berlin and, and Derek Sims have found new ways to play their instruments. That doesn't mean everybody has. Some people haven't done no, anything. No, but I, I told you what I've done. No, you, do, you didn't really, but we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. But we're not going to start with that. It's basically, it's too, it's easy. It, and the interview can be over. No, because go ahead. I've, I've just sat in a chair and I've eaten Fritos. <laughs> That's it. No, you my pandemic, haven't. My no. pandemic achievement, my pandemic, grand pandemic achievement <laughs> has been that I've, I've built a house of Fritos in my stomach. Well, there's, I hear a song there somewhere. I have built a house of Cheetos I, it, in my stomach. It has a nice skin. It scans no, nicely. <laughs> it wasn't I have Cheetos, built a house of Cheetos. This is a country song. I have built a house Cheetos. of Cheetos in my pocket. In my in your what did you do? Uh, anyway, you uh, know what? It's a good idea that song, but I am offended because you you said Cheetos and it, it's Fritos, and I okay. do like Cheetos, but Fritos for weird. I don't know. Well, I just. I what? Wait, latched wait, wait. onto them, and you know, what? I love Fritos. They're amazing, and, and yeah. Lee. Do you know Lee Marble? Have you? Yes. Talked to Lee yet? No. Well, Lee's my good friend, and he informed me when I posted about my love of Fritos on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> he informed me that they are a hundred percent. I mean, they're just corn, salt, and oil. Yeah. There's no extra ingredients in there, which is why they smell so delicious and corny and when you open why, the package. And why it's so great to, 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 to clean your fingers off with your mouth after you're done eating them. Well, they're, they're delicious. Because the, the, the whole thing stays on your fingers. Yeah. Well, but they don't have the coatings that other modern chips have. That's well, true. But it's, it's, you know, the, like, it's just salt. Right. Right. And corniness. Corniness, yes. Yeah. Well. I hope they send us some Fritos after this. <laughs> Who's they? The I don't Frito, know the, the Frito Fritos people. people. Well, who, yes, who <laughs> listen to your show every every week? I understand. Yes, they, as well they should. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, and I hate to do this because I I hate when other people do this, but I have to do it myself because uh, you have challenged <clears throat> me now on why you should be here. And you did say that you've been writing a lot of songs. I actually have, yeah. See? <laughs> I mean, well, but I don't... Uh, am I supposed to sing one or something right now? You can do anything you want. You're not supposed no, to do anything. But you could tell me what you've been <laughs> writing about. That, that I would love to know. Well, well, everybody who loves your music would like to know that answer. Oh, well, that was a nice thing to say. Um, uh, I feel like I already talked to you about this. I seem no, to remember you talking did. No, about I, this. No, as a matter of fact, I specifically stopped you from talking about what you've been writing about so that we can talk <laughs> about it today so I'd never heard it before. So what you're okay. hearing, what you would be hearing is a, a first-time reaction on my part. And a first time okay. telling on your part. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll talk to you then about this one song that okay. 
I'm probably, it's probably the closest to being ready to record, but I'm inert, so I haven't done anything about that. But it's one of the songs that sort of has naturally, naturally arisen from this very strange time we're living in. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's called Nobody Cares Anymore. And then in, as an afterthought in parentheses, non fon economo. What's that mean? And I'll tell you, it's, um, it's, Non von Economo, that part refers to something I read about where cetaceans have three times as many von Economo neurons or spindle cells, and those are like the dealies that convey empathy. Oh. So whales, dolphins, all those, they have, they have three times as many as humans do. Huh. And... You know, it's like a specific class of of neurons, like mammal neurons, mammal brain neurons, and um, like rats, rodents, and and primates, and especially bonobos, which I wish were we were more like. I mean, as long as we're going to have a primate grandfather, <laughs> but I wish humans. Um, yeah, I, I really wish. I I lost my train of thought, but um, you wish the humans were more empathic. Well, the the reason that the song came about was that I honestly think our brains are changing, and this isn't like me making it up or having any kind of a novel idea. Do what I do remember talking to you about. I'm pretty sure I talked to you about before is that Nicholas Carr book, which you probably know about called The Shallows, What the Internet is Doing to Our Brains, and it was like over a decade ago, but it was kind of a big deal because he was arguing that, you know, your brain's plastic and it it changes according to what you do. And I remember really, I just never forgotten this really vivid imagery of him likening, you know, the old brain to a cathedral that, you know, is made into a cathedral by deep thought and processes like reading, which, mm-hmm. you know, reading a book, and then it gets flattened to a pancake, basically, by repeatedly flitting about after easy, sparkly things, which is basically what being on social media and being on the Internet as it's designed, you mm-hmm. know, where you should click, you keep clicking, you keep clicking mm-hmm. to go to the next thing. That's basically what's happening. So are you sure you want to hear the rest of this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we've been going, it, we pancaked our brains. And I don't know about you, but I feel it. I felt it back when I first read that book. It's it's just so much worse now. And we're not making like the cathedral, sh- like tall new shelves for interesting things to be stored in our brains. We're just all about the quick hit and the sparkle and like short-term memory now, basically. And I definitely, I see it all around me and I see it in myself and you really are what you eat. And geez, but, you know, people's brains are getting flatter by the minute. People are getting flatter by the minute. And concentration, focus, attention, all of that just has kind of gone out the window and pancaked. And it's, you know, it's a real pleasure to talk to anyone who's got still got a cathedral in there. 
anymore, hmm. present company included. But, Cathedral. you know, I not, thought not, it was... Not, not me. <laughs> well, maybe you have like a... Maybe you have like the lean-to against the cathedral. <laughs> maybe you have... Maybe you have the apps. <laughs> I'm the confessional booth. <laughs> That's me. Like I'm the confessional the basement, booth. The basement kitchen. <laughs> no, I'm not a kitchen. I'm a confessional booth. All right. Well, actually, you are. That, yeah. is, that fits better. I'll let you have yeah. that. So. Thank you. So what well, I was ma- thinking, mainly, you know, ma- mainly because you know, there's a very fine line between journalism and voyeurism. Yeah, one, that's true. One which I have crossed many times. <laughs> and you're likening you're likening that to uh, to the confessional booth and the fine line. Correct, correct. Between the priest, yes, the priest yes. T- being a confessor. No, the confessor is the person confessing. Right. No, no, the confessee is the person that's confessing. Oh, so he is the confessor. Yes, yes, and. And just prurient interest on well, that person. For the most part. Not with you. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so But I have gotten you to talk about this song in great de- in great detail, which I think is fascinating. Oh, you're being too nice. So how do you, you make a song? You mean is... How do you make a song out of that? Well well that's like just I wasn't thinking of all of that openly when I made that song, but I just connecting the dots after the fact, like what I usually have to do. It's, it comes out of that. I mean, that's just sort of background. What I was thinking about was, you know, if all of that's happening to us and I see it happening all to us, you know, it's, what does that do to empathy? in humans into caring in general and you know i'm sure you've noticed it feels like it's vastly easier for people to be callous and uncaring and flat out rude and mean now it's not that we've humans haven't always been that way but there's been a real turn <laughs> since it's required you now. know it's required well it's, it's expected it's, of you and not you it's personally not, but it's, it's expected of people who uh, participate in in Facebook and, tw- and Twitter and, and Instagram and all those things. It's, it's the first reaction is is that you're expected to have a nasty retort. Sure, but why? Why? What did that grow out of? And to me, it clearly, you know, mm-hmm. who is it? Sherry Turkle, who who researches this stuff and has researched it for decades, um, wrote a book about that sudden severe drop in empathy. Mm-hmm. In testing people, and it all perfectly aligns with the advent of smartphones and people carrying these little devices around, you know, these little mirrors around that um, I honestly think it's doing, it's like rewiring the human brain. Mm -hmm. But um, there are scientists who can discuss that more knowledgeably than I can. Well, let me ask you this. What's the tempo of this song? It's very slow and uh-huh. pretty, but sort of um, dreamy. Oh, it's a little, I see. You know, it's a little uh, hazy. Right. right. But um, 
anyway, because that's what's happened what, to our brains. It's, yeah, I mean it's it, it's a it's a bittersweet song, um, because what I'm writing about in it is about a about people wanting to care for each other. Mm-hmm. It's because I was thinking about what does this all have to do? What does this all do to love? What does this do to romantic love? And mm-hmm. you know, pardon the archaism, but courtship. Yeah. And I was imagining a not so distant future, or now actually, where people mm-hmm. are pining as much as they can pine <laughs> for the days when people could still care and feel for others, and the and the mimicry that then begins to happen. You know, like watching old movies to study how to act when you care about someone mm-hmm. or are falling in love mm-hmm. and then aping those behaviors. But really, you know, you know, if anybody were doing that, that would be pretty macabre to see you know, yeah. these rictus expressions of this is what love looks like. Wow. But feeling nothing and feeling you know, and them feeling as much as you can still feel, though they can't really sad about that. So, I don't know if I'm explaining it very well. And but then the you had to make, then you had to make it rhyme. <laughs> yeah. All of this stuff, in addition to the fact that you have to make it rhyme. Well, the first lines are: "I'd like to love you like they did before there came a blight in all of us, a cankered core, and oh now God. nobody cares. Nobody cares anymore." Whoa. And it goes on from there. Whoa. Jeez. But it's it's very pretty. You know, it's very consonant. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got real nice harmonies that go with it. It makes me sad when I sing it. I like to yeah. sing it. But well, that, uh, that's like that's like either your your song Passion. It was it's a beautiful song, but it's not a happy thought. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty much me. With my marriage. <laughs> that sort of, you just sort of summed it all up in a nutshell there. Your songs are really depressing, and yet there is a prettiness to them sometimes. No, there's the, not a prettiness, there's a beauty. There's a big difference. Oh. Pretty, prettiness is one thing, beauty is a totally, is a totally different thing. No, yours are, are depressing and oh. beautiful. Thank you. I'll be interested to hear what you think of this song. I'll share it with you once I actually. But the reason, I mean, basically what I was saying, you know, I added the little tag of Mm -hmm. the song is called uh, Nobody Cares Anymore, Known Phone Economo. But Mm -hmm. and I told you what that means now, but basically say it again. Non von Economo. I mean, it's von Economo is is the region in the brain, the neurons that okay. uh, relate to empathy. And so I'm saying no, no empathy. Okay. I'm basically, I'm just, it's just me saying, uh, nobody cares anymore. No empathy neurons left. No one can care anymore. So it's a happy song. Yeah. You know, I mean, I agree with you generally, but, the, the 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 last six months on these two surgeries, people have the outpouring of support and both both uh, GoFundMe and and moral support has been amazing to me. People, it's sort of been half fans, half friends, and it's been. It's, well, that's I, I'm so I'm so wonderful. grateful. I'm so grateful that that that, that, that you know that I can't even hardly express it. So well, I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful to hear that you know, and I'm yeah. grateful that you have. 
And I'm not surprised that you have friendships like that, you know, I mean, and I'm certainly not, like I said, is this, this is looking to the future for me, but I don't think it's that distance. No, I think think you're, I think you're right. I've just had been an, an, an anomaly here. Well, I think, and I know other people, I have other friends who've been through some real difficulties lately in health issues and surgeries and things, and it's been really heartening to see the support and the love and the people stepping up and yep. and yep. being there and um mm-hmm. yeah that's particularly know, that, in, that does that does everybody good to see yeah particularly in 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 the in, in music musicians and and fellow travelers oh that's good yeah you know yeah i'm, I'm a traveler well <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like, I don't want to make a prediction. It's, yes. And it just arose out of the feeling that this just arose out of the general feeling of people kind of just, I don't know. See, I think you're I, right. I, I think... guess I'm more, I'm more, I'm more worried about younger people uh-huh. because it feels like that disconnect, that weird fake intimacy yeah. that comes about from communicating via devices all the time right. um, is not, does not trump the, the disconnect that's there when you're not mm-hmm. dealing with people in person and you, you read things. I mean, there's a lot of art out there right now. There's movies and books and TV and things that talk, talk directly about that disconnect and the fact that they they're not connecting or feeling things that the way that people used to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not making a blanket, you know, statement about that either, because I think younger people are particularly good at right now. Many of them at actually connecting in person in some ways. I mean, I've seen millennials seem seemed to like to get together in large groups a lot and to do it a lot and in person, you know, so Mm -hmm. that's interesting to me. That's something with uh, Gen Z. I'm not sure how much, you know, face-to-face contact happens. Well, you know, we we went through two years. Um, We went through two years of no contact at all. And yeah. still, there's been a huge rise in, in 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 COVID infections in the last month, two months. Yep. Yeah, and I don't so, think people pay attention to that. Well, some do and some don't. You know, I mean that's the yeah. thing. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's uh, it, we're we're fucked basically, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my general view. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, but that's not the only song that you're going to have on your next album. <laughs> oh, no. But I don't, you know, I've got, uh, they're all really honestly, uh, I'm trying to think, did I write, have I written anything that's jolly? This Nobody expects you to write anything that's jolly, given what, what the, the, the last, no, 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 not because of just you, but, but you for one thing, but because of, of, of what everybody's, everybody's gone through the, for the past four years. Well, you know, and five, just five looking, years. At the, looking at the future, I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like that, whatever <laughs> that, that absorbs, like the onion you cut and then stick on the counter and that absorbs all the odors <laughs> around me. And <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Do onions do that? I don't I've never heard of that before, but it, it's possible. Now your millions of listeners are all going to cut an onion and stick it on the counter and and just have... Yeah. Let's see if Rachel's right. And it'll just wind up stinking up their whole house like an onion, which is also kind of like my music. (laughs) So, no, I have a lot of other... true. I do have a lot of other songs, but a lot of them are related to... Yeah, to what's... to, To the many... To, to this very singular position we're in in the world right now. So uh, I mean, there's there's the religion ones that have crept in again against my will. The ones that well, there's one called Jesus Blue. There's uh, blue meaning what? Um, it's it's a uh, it's a in the song it's a it's a color of paint. Okay, it's not blues. No, 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 it's a color of paint that's this person in a subdivision is putting up on their walls. Um, That's great. And I wrote one yesterday called Holy Water. Holy Water. Um, yeah, what else can I, flipping through things here. There's one that starts Mortuary Tomb. That's happy. Mortuary tomb, did you say? Tomb, T-O-M-B. Mortuary comma tomb. That's that's even worse. (laughs) (laughs) There's one one called Wormwood. How's that? That's good. I like that. I like that. Uh, (laughs) Flicker. Flicker, that sounds like a, you know, that's a nice bird. That's like a woodpecker. Did you say slicker? No, flicker, oh, like flicker. the bird. Is there a bird flicker? Yeah. I didn't know they're that. Like, they're, a, they're a woodpecker. They don't have the little crest, but they have pretty spots, and they have red. There's red-shafted flickers and yellow-shafted flickers, and the yellow ones have yellow under their wings, and the red ones have red under their wings. Hence they're their really name. pretty. That makes sense. Yeah. And they're, they're big. They're like the size yeah. of a crow, but they are oh, pains in the asses. They will, they will peck holes in your entire house on the outside. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. And There's, naturally you would write have, a song about them. The song <laughs> is about is about self-sedating. Oh. Wow. Awful lot but, of that going yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. Of every type. Yeah. I Drugs. Mean, Drinking, food, TV, sex, TV. Mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, I wrote one that's called Auto De Fe. Oh, no. No. Well, no one's going to want this album. <laughs> no, we all want the album. Are you kidding me? It's yeah. you. Well, this, isn't news, this isn't news to your fans, you know. My fan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, there's at least two. Fans. There's at least there's at least three of us. There's you mean your, you, Katie, Katie, and Jay? Oh no, no. I I meant I meant. Uh, well, I guess there's more. There's four. There's me, Katie, Jay, and Robert Ham. 
Oh, how do you know that? You told me. I told you he's my fan. Yeah, because he because uh, the the last time we talked about him was when the last album came out, and you gave both of us fabulous interviews. The last album? No. Yeah. Well, maybe the one before, but I think it was the last one. No. We no. were si- we were we were sitting on the first floor of the building where you used to work and talking about Robert Ham. That was after Family or Felony. Yeah, that was after oh, yeah. the, okay, the yeah. penultimate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. No, Robert's great. Robert was was real supportive. Yeah. Um and so he, yeah. therefore <laughs> No, I don't think I don't so sure he's my fan. Uh, oh, I do, I do. But, but he, yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, I think if you said you, Katie, and Jay, that would probably <laughs> comprise my fan club. Oh, that's not true. What about Brunberg? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, you're coming up with some. I mean, that'd be great. I think. I think. I mean, Jim has been totally supportive. Well, of course he's a generous. Of course he's a fan of yours. I'm a fan of his. Well, that's that's fine. No, what's <laughs> fine that I'm a fan of his? Both I really ways. Am. Both ways. Yeah, it yeah. does. It's mutual, right. hopefully. Yeah, of course it is. He played on my uh, album release show for for the last album. Uh huh. Or not the last album for Fallamy. Right. No, wait. Then I think it was. I don't know which one it was, but but that that's the one. Yeah, that, I think that's that's the one that was at, at Mississippi Studios. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was Fallon me. Could have been Fallon me. Yeah. yeah, and the last one was at. Uh, oh, that church. The the one for Run Tiny Human was at Saint David of Wales. Yeah. And Ben Landsberg turned it into this Shangri La. It was so pretty. <laughs> He did all of it. He he got everything organized, and we had, yeah, it was just, it was a really beautiful setting. It was nice. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, so, th- th- those guys are terrific. Yeah. Those two. Yeah. They are. are. You're talking about? Wonderly. Ben and, ben and Jim. Yeah, you yeah. interviewed them together, or I did, did you just? I did. The last time I, I did a thing with them, it, it just happened that Jim was in his studio so that he he could he could put both of us on to, uh, both of them on with me because I was at that time uh, still doing these on Skype because of one surgery or another and um although I did get a few I did get about 3 weeks worth of of in person uh podcast episodes recorded when I was able to go back to to um Artichoke and by the way August sixteenth, I will I will I will be back at Artichoke recording a new podcast episode with Reggie Houston. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. So you're you on the sixteenth you're back to doing the Six, yeah, 16th the of, usual thing. Yeah, yeah. Six sixteenth of, of so, August, correct. Well, how do you feel about that? Uh, uh, it's um, I've I've mixed feelings. I'm not exact. I'm not there yet, but I'll be there. You know. You mean just because it's been a while? No, just because I'm not recovering as quickly as I would like to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's you've okay. been through it. I have, but that's all right. 
Um, okay, so, I think it, I think it's I think that's a nice I think that's good news. It is it, it is it is good news unless I fall or or some horrible happens to me. <laughs> Just be really careful. Well, I know, I know. Anyway, so look, uh, do you play every day? No, I haven't been. I've I've been. No, I've hardly sung huh. and hardly played for the last couple of years. Jeez. Yeah. Well, when you I do, what, when you do, what do you think of the results? Yeah, like I need to practice. That's what I think. Well, but honestly, I've just not. I don't. <laughs> I haven't had the heart for it personally. I mean, I've just. Yeah. I've been depressed, but which is also something that's gone around. I know with. COVID in last years, but I haven't been depressed because I couldn't get out because, you know, COVID was just like tailor-made for someone who's yes. as much of a hermit as for I a am. Hermit, yes. It's perf- perf- yeah. perfect for a hermit, exactly. <laughs> it's like everyone, it was like everyone became me. Like they all started li- living my regular dark, dank cave life. And that was pretty great. But, you know, and I really actually loved the big lid it put on humanity as far as keeping all that frenetic activity down but of course i hated the cause and continue to hate the cause and yeah so it's but yeah i was everybody for for me it really wasn't a big change the big change for me was that you know i'm married to a doctor an internal medicine doctor yeah to my to my lovely jay and it was true hell on healthcare workers yeah. and their families. So, yeah. you know, we had to take some pretty extreme precautions uh, when he'd come back from work and when he was at work, he was like having to get into a full Robbie the Robot outfit, wow. you know, just in some cases. Um, so we were taking, you know, really extreme precautions and we were isolating a lot, which suited me fine. <laughs> of course. But We'd see my sister Katie, basically, but we all wear masks and we'd be super careful. We'd open all the windows and air the place out. If I saw anyone at all, which was rare, except for Katie, um, I would take every precaution because, you know, as an essential healthcare worker, Jay was exposed a lot. Yeah. And he still is. Um, actually, he's not since we, we moved. He's He's now doing video doctoring solely but oh, yeah. he was yeah. you know up to that point which was like just a couple months ago he was right. he was there's all these new waves so he was getting exposed but you know they're so careful yeah i know i mean i had the two surgeries in, in the past six months so i mean i, I know yeah I, but that was fun to think about yeah among all the other things <laughs> yeah a little extra little extra dollop of worry yeah <laughs> and i'm glad you made it through all of that so swimmingly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. I'm sure it doesn't feel swimming. But... No, it doesn't. But so no. so um, uh, we 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 need to hear you, Rachel. Hmm. We need to hear you. You're an important. No, you're an, you're an important voice. You have a lot to say, and you say it beautifully. Well, I'm writing. I know that's good. Uh, 
and that doesn't that happens no matter what. Thank knock on wood. That's really? always the way, huh. kind of the way it is for me. Huh. Always am writing, but and that, that 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 includes the melody at the same time, or one or one one first or the other. Uh, it depends. Not always. No, I mean I feel like the writing that I've been doing most heavily has been purely lyrics lately. Uh huh. And usually I write. Or, no, there is no usually. Yeah. There is no usually. I'll write lyrics and then I'll put things to them later and then I'll I'll but when I am playing more, I'm sitting at the piano and writing. Yeah. And since I haven't been sitting at the piano writing, I think that's why it's been mainly lyrics or poems or mm-hmm. what have you, whatever you want to call it. But no, I mean I just yeah, I I don't know I I don't mean to be a drip about it at all. I just am a drip. It's <laughs> it's been really really hard to muster the desire to sing. I'll occasionally I'll have moments, you know, and there'll be yeah. something I'll sing through, but I've just felt flattened. And part of that's that we moved, you know, we moved we've mm-hmm. moved six times in the last 12 years, I think it is, oh and my God. each time and we you know I'm talking about a fairly good size house you're moving from every time. Mm-hmm. And I have exactly 1 million books. So <laughs> our moves are heavy. And I've found with each move, it takes me longer to bounce back. I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. seriously, unreasonably flattened by them. And mm-hmm. I've spent the last half year totally focused on trying to trying to prepare a house for sale, sell that house, and then find a house and where we're going to live and then move to that house, pack, and then move to that house and then unpack. And I'm in the process of unpacking very, very slowly. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those life events that everybody goes through that just for some reason knocks me so on my butt. It's just crazy. But even before that, I think I felt like a trapped animal in a hamster wheel trying to figure out where to find a safe place, where to find safety. And I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure that's a pretty common feeling to a lot of people right now with what's happening in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've just... And it also relates to my history, you know, that sort of... I'm the person who goes into a restaurant and finds the corner booth where I can back myself into the corner and see everything. You know, I, I'm like a mob guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's what I meant. I understand. I'm Sicilian. I understand that completely. Well, but you know where I just, I I like to be prepared for the worst. I'm the person who, it's like sight reading. You're looking ahead. Mm-hmm. You're looking ahead. You're not right. You're not. You're not just stopping and reading where you're reading the notes. You're looking mm-hmm. ahead. Mm-hmm. I drive that way too. I'm always like few intersections ahead. I'm looking ahead, mm-hmm. and I'm that way with life. You know, I'm looking ahead, and I always prepare for the worst. 
Is that I like the Boy Scout motto? Well, you know, I mean, it's like anything. It's like it's like uh, any kind of performance. You're you're you know you're 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 in the moment with what you're performing, but you're also somewhere else. You know, thinking about how what kind of reaction you're getting, or you know what's 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 coming up, or stuff like that. Yeah, you know? actually, if I do if I do do that, I mean, there's a lot to remember when you're performing, and I hate. This is one of the reasons I don't like to do shows. If it were just performing, you know, you walk out, it's mm-hmm. done, and then that's and and to my lovely friend Ben, talented friend Ben Landsberg's credit, that's what he was trying to do for me at my last mm-hmm. at my last. Um, album release show he knows i'm that way and he was trying to make it as easy as possible and as much as possible he tried to make it just so that i could walk out everything would be ready and i could just i could you know purportedly enjoy myself <laughs> i understand I, I i was invited to read at uh, a thing that dark and dusty was having and oh, yes. I decided She's to been read. Putting on some pretty great shows. Yeah, this well, this was long before the the U- Ukraine thing, but uh, this was some dive bar on down on Foster, and uh, and it was her and Mary playing. And I decided to read from my book. I, you know, I had a, a book published about ten years ago about my brief career as a supermarket tabloid writer. Yes, yes, yes. And so I decided to read uh, a, a couple of pieces from that. And in the first, just to see if what kind of reaction they'd still get, because it's been, been a long time. So I started off mm-hmm. with the, the the first one in the book, which is Grandma turns pet dog inside out looking for lost lottery ticket. <laughs> and so I'm I'm reading this, and I'm getting I'm getting, and it's I'm going like it's still getting big laughs. I'm happy, you know. On the other and then and then the the tertiary uh, part of my brain goes. Holy shit! I forgot how fucked up this was. <laughs> <laughs> well, true. I had a true. yeah. I've had gigs like that. I was gonna say that that the times when I'm I'm so distracted when I do a show because since everything is DIY, I'm having to remember a bajillion things, mm-hmm. and I'm going right up to the moment I sit down to play. I've been just like having to remember all these tasks and having to remember who to thank and, and, you know, <laughs> set lists and, yeah. and, uh, uh, people who want, oh crap. I'm forgetting even what it's called now. Comps. They want to be, they want, yeah. Comps. They want to be put on the list, yeah. all that stuff. So, you know, and sound check and all, all of the, all of the things. And what helps me a lot when I'm, I'm just going a thousand miles an hour because I'm an anxious person to begin with, mm-hmm. highly anxious, is to just solely concentrate on the words that I'm singing. Mm-hmm. And I'll just put myself there. I'll just focus like crazy on the actual words that I'm singing. And then that does put me, that reliably puts me in the moment, even if I am still have all this tension in my body, which mm-hmm. I do because mm-hmm. it's chronic. But um, I do remember doing that gig. I don't know why I was asked to do this. I think I've talked to you this, about this before. Is wonderful friends who work with um, a foundation that that helps diabetic children. Mm-hmm. And it was this fun kind of day for these kids and their families at Kennedy School. And they, and they asked me to play. And as I was playing Abraham and Isaac... 
I realized I don't have, you know, I'm singing this song about the father killing the son as a sacrifice to God, <laughs> preparing to do it <laughs> for these children that are scattered on the floor before me. And I suddenly thought, oh, my God, I'm in the middle of the song. And I, and I what else, what do I have for children? They're like, what songs do I have for children? And I started I started scrolling through my mind of like, what do I have that I could play for, for sweet little innocence? And I was like, I don't have anything. Every song I came up with was just a, a worse horror of what what I could play for these kids. But but the hilarious part was, you know, of course, between the sound and the fact that they weren't really paying attention to what I was saying, they just got up and danced. So all these little children. <laughs> Oh my God! We're dancing That's, to my morose tone. That is tune. so fucked up. <laughs> was, I felt so uncomfortable though, Tom, when I realized that I was, I was like, "Oh, it just hit me." It's like, "Oh, I'm the worst person for this." But, what a, this but, is, what, but, but what a triumph! <laughs> not, I don't know if I call it a triumph, but yeah, oh, they did seem oh, to yeah. da- like to dance to the stuff. Well, there you go. The sweet little children. <laughs> Unknowing, <laughs> unknowing, and Jesus. <laughs> oh, God! I know what you mean, God, but any, God, anyway, God said, "Abraham, give me a son." Abe said, "God, you must be putting me on." Who said that? Bob Dylan. Ah, yeah. Well, that's way more succinct than my whole song. Good for you, Bob. Usually, he's kind of usually he kind of runs on, and it bothers me. Like but the this, next time you see me coming, you better run. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. that's, 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 that's uh, the Highway sixty one song. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's powerful. It is. Yeah, I'm not a big Bob Dylan fan, and I I say that being kind of ignorant of a lot of a lot of his. Music, so it's not really fair for me to say that. But he just had a lot of those long, rhymy songs, and I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. I felt like I could almost predict what the next line was going to be. I'm just defending every Bob, offending every Bob Dylan <laughs> yes, family you now, are, and particularly totally. a couple of friends totally. of mine. Have yeah, especially Jeff since, especially will be having since, a fit. especially since I knew that I knew the lyrics. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oops. Oops. And if I st- if I had any memory left, I could remember more of them. But uh, that uh, that comes and goes. Mostly goes. Um, Doesn't it? You're sharp as a tack. No. 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 Oh man. No. Uh, not, what? Not, not even close to it. <laughs> I, I haven't I, noticed any. I haven't noticed any deterioration. That's because what's I, happening? I learned. I've learned how to fake it. No names. Just I just stay away from names. I can't remember anybody's name. What's my name? Margaret Slovak. No, no, that's not. (laughs) That's that's who was on last week. (laughs) She's pretty talented. Maybe I'd rather be her. No, you wouldn't. (laughs) She's gone through terrible things in her life. Uh, I've yeah, heard oh, about no, that. No. Yeah, she's got uh, gone through terrible things. I mean, she has a great yeah. love for her husband, but Jesus. Anyway, uh, yeah, if you want to hear about that, everybody, just look at the listen to last week's podcast. 
Yeah, that's a good uh, piece of advice in general. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear something interesting. But anyway, to to circle back to what I was saying about the, you know, I've just been in that mode, and I wonder how many other people have been in that mode of sitting back with my back to the corner of the booth, looking out there and just trying to trying to plan, make plans, uh, knowing. But you have all the material. Lot, you, know, knowing, a, knowing a lot and knowing nothing, you know, having you, this really strong feeling of knowing only so much and then a big giant question mark on so many things, which you, is life in general, and I'm fine with in general, but not, not with some of the things we're dealing with now. But you've written all this material, so it's there mm -hmm. waiting for you. It's right there at the piano waiting for you. All you got to do is record it. Yeah, but all no. you've got to do is record it is, is quite a statement when you consider. Well, I understand that. The energy that and the sheer expense of everything, you know, actual expense yeah. and yeah. emotional I, I and energy-wise, all of that that goes into recording. It's a mammoth task. It's like. I, I know that. Yeah. You know. Plus, I'm down in the Mid-Valley now. I don't even know what that so, is. Mid-Valley? Mid-Valamette Valley? Oh, no. No, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even go, I don't even go on the other side of the hills here. Well, I'm, in, I'm in northwest Portland, and I haven't been anywhere for about four well, years. You should come visit me. It's very beautiful here. Oh, well, I would love to. Very nice people, too, actually. We you have mean, everybody we met. You mean you? Super nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Yeah. Actually, it is. It's people who have come here to, like, do work on the, this house had a lot of deferred maintenance, <laughs> as they say. Yeah. And so it's been, like, people who have come by to, to deal with mold remediation and... <laughs> Uh, you know, check out the well water and all that kind of stuff. That's so funny. That is who I've been meeting. But they or DoorDash people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but they've. It kind of reminds me more of Portland many years ago. I mean, not. It doesn't remind me of Portland at all. But the people, yeah, are a little more, you know, like people of Portland in the nineties. Are they still passive aggressive? <laughs> no, not at all here. Oh, because that's that was uh -huh. my impression from the the day I got here was that Portland was full. Well, that's of them. Portland, right? Yeah, 20, that's that's it's been, not. It's been twenty five years. That's not now. Mid Valley. Okay. Oh, but it's been twenty five. Like regular. Been, I know. I know. Not you're a regular really. Oregonian. If you nah. weren't so Baltimore, I'd say you're a regular Oregonian. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you're just too Baltimore. Yeah, I can't help it. You're Baltimore through and through. Can't help it. Just can't help hey, it. Hey, go team. Go team. Yes. Yes. Finally, after four years of over 100 defeats per year for the Orioles, they finally uh, reached 500, and um, I'm enjoying it. Really enjoying well, it. Well, I, yeah, I celebrate with you. That's good. I wish you had a team. You know what I'm uh, I used to a long time ago have the Blazers, like back in the Clyde Drexler days and Terry Porter days. I don't like them anymore? 
I just lost track. I can't mm. remember when I sort of lost interest, but I was at that time huh. really into it. Like I remember being up, we were on the East Coast, and they were have the playoffs were happening, and the, so we were there really late. And I remember hunting down a TV when we were camping one time because we wanted to see the playoffs. We lost, but, oh, you know. They, they always do. Yeah, they did in the end. I mean, they came so close a few times in those years, but never never quite got there. Not lately, certainly. Um, well, well, I'm glad for you, though. Yes, I'm glad for me, too. <laughs> Well, all right. Look, I, I I know this is not your all-time favorite thing to do in the world, so I'm going to say thank you very much uh, for mm -hmm. all this time that you've given uh, to this recording. Well, I'll say thank you, but man, you were tricky. You were tricky. No, I wasn't. You were very tricky in getting me to do this. And you were smart because you said, let's just do it tomorrow. And I was like quivering and shaking and you reminded me that you know if we if if you do it later you're just going to be stressing out about it no, and I anxious said about it i said fretting did you say fretting i said fretting i appreciate appreciate your use of that word no one says that anymore yeah i know i do <laughs> except you me and my sister <laughs> um but yeah you were saying you'll just fret over it more and you were right because, you know, I fretted plenty between when we talked yesterday and today. I know that. I, re I understand that. That's why I have, it would have been better if we had done it this morning. But that's okay. You've been wonderful. Thank you so much. No. Now, no, can, you can, can, <laughs> can you help me uh, go out the way we, we have been going out on these things for the last couple of years? Is that like with the song that we both sing together? or or? Well, I'll do a call and you do a response. How about that? Is that what that is? Is that what your thing is? Well, I, it hasn't been that way yet. This is the first one. Wait, I, I, it's usually just me. What's the thing you're going to say? What, what's the usual? I can't tell you because it should be a surprise. You're Well, you're asking me if we can do it, though. Yeah. Well, but you're asking me to just, without telling me what it is you're asking me. Listen. If you don't want to do it, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what it is. But I'm going to do it, and if you want to respond, you can. If not, we can just say so long. All right? Uh, uh, Ready? Okay. And uh, we always like to we always like to count on these things by saying, "That's entertainment." And I'm supposed to say "Hallelujah" after that, or something? Whatever, whatever fits. Wait, I'm supposed to say it with you? No, you're supposed to say something after me. I just thought of this. This is not something we've done before. I, I do that. That's how I. That's how I tag all the all the ends of these. And generally, what happens is the person on the other end laughs, so I can go out on a laugh. Oh. But you didn't oh. think it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined the whole thing. You did. My God. Okay, I'm going to do it again, and if not, we'll, you, you can not laugh, and we'll just sit on silence here for about 30 seconds and make you un uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> no, crap. I don't know what. Okay. Don't worry about it. I'm just going to say I'm this, worried, though. And, then, and, then I'll say, and then I'll say goodbye, all right? Okay. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. That's entertainment.
That's entertainment. Oh, that's entertainment. Da 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 that's what you were singing. The world is a stage. The stage is a world of entertainment. The world is a stage. The stage is a world of entertainment. <laughs> that was fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Bye.